Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Uh, the biggest story right now in the NBA is the Damian Lillard story, right? With him being traded uh, from the from the Portland Trail Blazers to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, prior to that, all the reports had been Damian Lillard desperately wanted to get out of Portland and go play with Miami. Now, if you guys remember, at the time Damian Lillard made the, the trade request, there was one important wrinkle. And that wrinkle was he made it clear, or at least his agent did, or so we heard, that the only team he is interested in going and being traded to is the Miami Heat. If you're not going to trade him to the Miami Heat, if you're not going to trade me to the Miami Heat, I'm not interested in I'm not budget. I'm not interested in going anywhere. And a lot of people at the time began to criticize Dame and his part and his camp because they're like, wait a minute, you're not giving Portland enough options to go out there and get a good trade for you. And you're going to hamstring the organization, right? But there were reports that that's where he's hell-bent on going. That's where he's hell-bent on going. To give you guys context, the Miami Heat just came out. They just lost in the Eastern Conference Finals just last year. I forgot the team that they lost. I think, uh, was it Eastern Conference Finals? Anyway, they, they, they went pretty far in the playoffs last year. But ultimately, uh, they lost, right? So a lot of people at the time, and I'm, I'm also assuming Damian Lillard was saying to himself, man, if I can go, over to, go to that team, I can possibly help this team get over the top, right? Makes perfect sense. So he wanted to go there. Then what happened? We started hearing that nothing was happening. There wasn't going to be any news. There's the trade was the, the trade wasn't going to go down. Then and all of a sudden, out of the blue, we're sitting here. The other day, we had finished wrapping up content. Mitch, who works with us, sends me a message in the group chat going, "Damian Lillard just got traded to the Bucks," and we were like, "Wait, what?" So we do a story on this, right? Good. So after we do this story, after everybody's reacting to it, we're talking about what's Milwaukee going to be. Charles Barkley just recently said he believes that they're the title favorites and they're going to be one of the best teams in the NBA. In the midst of all of this conversation, the one part everybody is forgetting to talk about is the aftermath, uh, uh, the aftermath in Portland. And apparently, according to new reports from Bleacher Report and Chris Haynes, the, the breakup between Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers did not end on good terms, unfortunately. And that's really what we want to focus on today on today's show. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Athletic Greens. AG1 is a convenient nutritional supplement with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that meet all of your foundational nutrition needs. Now, here's a quick personal story that I think a lot of that, that may resonate with a lot of you. I went to college in Italy, and actually, that's why I met the co-founder, Dreamers Pro Marco. And at that time, I was eating healthy whole foods. I was exercising regularly, and I was in the best shape of my life. Then life happened. I stopped exercising regularly. I started gaining weight because I wasn't able to exercise the way I used to and eat healthy the way I used to because I was moving around to different countries. And before I knew it, I couldn't even recognize myself anymore. So for the last two years, I've been really trying to focus on regaining my health and getting back in tip top shape. However, the biggest challenge that both Mark and I are having right now is that although we try to get the proper nutrition and do the right things to stay in shape and to stay healthy, 
other commitments somehow get in the way of us doing this. And to be honest with you, we find it hard to get enough servings of fruits and vegetables and other types of healthy foods to ensure that we're taking the right vitamins and minerals that are vital for good health. So we both started to take one scoop of AG1 in the morning with cold water to ensure that we're getting all of the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and fiber that we need in our diet to enhance our mental health, our physical health, and performance. And Marco, who's always skeptical about taking new nutritional supplements, found it to be reassuring that AG1 is used by top health experts and performers like Andrew Huberman and Lewis Hamilton. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase go to drinkag1.com dreamers that's drinkag1.com dreamers check it out and remember when you try ag1 by using the link in the description below just know that you're supporting this channel thank you so let me get into this bleacher uh, bleacher report article i'm going to read a little bit of what it has to say here it says Inside the messy divorce between Damian Lillard and Portland and the Portland Trailblazers. It continues on. Damian Lillard received word on his new destination shortly after 11 a.m. Uh, Wednesday. Lillard was speechless. A few minutes later, he briefly explained uh, what he was feeling. He said, I'm just letting it sink in. Lillard told Bleacher Report minutes after news broke that he was going to be a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm just trying to process it, process it all. It's a lot to think about. Never been in this situation before. Where he was going and where he wasn't going was a shock to the basketball world. But it wasn't unnecessarily a shock, unnecessarily necessarily a shock to Litter considering how the previous few months had gone. Since July, the Portland Trail Blazers had refused to engage with the Miami Heat, the preferred destination Little requested when he asked for a trade on July 1st from the Blazers. How this summer played out, how this summer played out. Behind the scenes definitely left a sour taste in my mouth, Lillard told Bleacher Report. But it doesn't change the amazing experience I've had with the Trailblazers and this city. I'll always cherish this place. This is my home. I'll always live here regardless. Getting personal. The last time Portland and Miami communicated was at Summer League in July via a phone between Trailblazers general manager Joe Cronin and Heat senior vice president of basketball operations and general manager uh, Andy Ellisberg. Miami hopped to hope to schedule an in-person meeting while in Las Vegas to discuss trade scenarios, but the meeting never materialized. Portland made it clear through the media it would take the best offer for Lillard and would it be limited to just Miami. In return, Lillard's agent Aaron Goodwin replied, re relayed the to the team that Lillard would not be content if Portland traded him to a team other than Miami. The Trailblazers felt they were being pressured into what they deemed to be an unfavorable starting point in the negotiation. The NBA stepped in and warned Goodwin that Lillard could be subject to discipline if Lillard's camp continued to disrupt quality offers Portland could field. I wanted, I wanted everyone to understand that even though we didn't have a non-trade clause, a provision that's not afforded to Dame under the, the CBA, I was going to do everything in my power to control the market and help get my client to a place he wanted to be, Goodman told Bleach Report. 
The Heat say they never had a legitimate opportunity to negotiate. Throughout the process, they felt Portland allowed emotions to get in the way of business. Litters can't believe it had become personal. Miami believes it could have included a third team and netted the Trailblazer up to three first round, the Trailblazer up to three first round picks with the inclusion of Tyler Hero. Frustrated with the lack of suitable offers, sources say the Trailblazers ceased all communication with Lillard and Goodwin in early September. Portland's rationale for keeping them in the dark was to prevent Goodwin from getting involved in potential deals behind the scenes. For approximately two weeks, Calls and texts to the Trailblazers from Litter and Goodwin went unanswered, not going back. In late August, Goodwin suggested to Cronin that he met with Lillard to mend the relationship in case his client were to return to the team. Cronin agreed, and they met at Lillard's Portland Arena mansion on September 5th. It was the first time they had spoken in quite some time. With a little less than a month away from training camp, from the opening of training camp, the two sat uh, in an entertainment center of Lillard's home and the meeting lasted about an hour. Lillard expressed his disappointment with how the situation had been handled, citing his steadfast, his steadfast commitment to the organization over the years. He questioned why there was no dialogue with Miami and expressed how it would be, how it would be disheartening to be sent somewhere against his wishes. According to sources, Portland had asked Lillard to sit out the final 10 games of the 2022-2023 regular season to help the franchise improve its lottery odds. Uh, odds. He was told the higher the draft picks, the better chance they had using uh, the pick to facilitate a trade for a proven uh, veteran player. He reluctantly acquiesced to being shut down, citing a calf injury. Portland went 1-9 to finish the season and would go on to win the number three pick and select Scoot Henderson, a promising young point guard the team planned to keep. In the, in the September uh, 5th meeting, Cronin conveyed that if he was forced to deal with Miami, if he was forced to do a deal with Miami, he had every intention of going after every attractable asset. Lillard knew then he was unlikely to end up in Miami. And the article just goes on and on and on. It's a fantastic read. I suggest you guys read that. Now, I want to get into what Damian Lillard himself said in the aftermath of being traded to the Bucks. So after all of this happened, Damian Lillard, now knowing his fate, now that he's going to be a Milwaukee Buck, he goes to Twitter to essentially leave a message or letter, an open letter to the Portland Trailblazers fans. And I'm going to read a very little of it because it's very long. It goes, Dear Rip City, I want to start off by saying that this isn't a goodbye, it's a see you later. My words have always been from the heart when it comes to you, Rip City. I consider you my home as well as many of you, my family members, and that won't change. I've built, I've built, I've built my entire adulthood here and made so many friends that I will never forget. The moments on the basketball court as a great uh, the moments of the basketball court, as great as they have been, don't even compare to the experiences I've had with all of you. The way you embraced me from day one gave me the choice, but not gave me no choice but to reciprocate the love a thousand times, and I don't regret one bit of it. I must admit that it does make me sad to see some people cross over and appear as my opposition in the wake of me asking to be traded without knowing the facts, because I am truly one of you. I hope there is a day where you can come where we can come together 
and reminisce on the great times as we won't have them again, at least not as they were. And then the article, I mean, then the post goes on to say a bunch of other things. But anyway, that's not the point. I want to now focus on what Chris Haynes had to say about this, about this fallout in particular about this Bleacher Report article. He says, be, uh, the, he says, be our source inside the messy divorce between Damian Lillard and Portland Trailblazers. How this summer played out behind the scenes definitely left a sour taste in my mouth. So that's what Chris Haynes had to say. Here are my thoughts on all of this. First of all, is Damian Lillard the first NBA superstar to request a trade? No. When NBA superstars request trades, can it get messy? Absolutely. You can look at Kobe Bryant situation, my favorite player of all time. It got pretty, it got much messier than this, although they ultimately found a way to keep him in Kobe, to be fair, was much younger than Damian Lillard. He was in like in the heart of his prime and I believe Damian Lillard is about 33, 30, 32, 33 years old. That's one aspect. You can look at the situation with Ben Simmons in Philadelphia. That's another example. You can look at the situation with uh uh what is it? The situation with James Harden. Now, James Harden is a case all onto himself. Like James Harden is James Harden, man. Like if the wind blows this direction, he's like, mm, "Well, uh, he'd be like, "Well, guys, well, up, uh, up. Uh, looks like I'm tired of here and I'm out of here." Look what ben, James Harden is doing. The guy went all the way to China. They asked him about something. He's now talking about Daryl Morey. Then I heard recently he was in a party where they had up a, a poster or something like that, a cake or whatever the, the hell it was, saying Daryl Morey's a lesson. So these things can become messy, right? In the case of Dame in Portland, here's what's surprising to me. Damian Lillard has always made it clear that he wanted to be a Portland Trailblazer. He has always made it clear that he's not one of these guys that is fascinated with joining teams and joining super teams. He didn't want to do any of that. I remember the, the, the famous quote that he had to Paul George when he said, keep trying to skip the process, cheat the process. This is when they had their back and forth um, during uh, in 2020 during the, the, the Orlando bubble and stuff like that. So Dame has never been that type of guy, super team kind of guy. But to see Dame, to get to this point in his career, when he's like, I don't know what else I can do. And to still be conflicted about leaving while knowing that he wants an opportunity at winning an NBA championship, we got to know that it must not have been an easy situation for Damian Lillard. And I think that he is heartbroken based on some of the things that he's saying because he also said, don't be surprised. Later on, he said, don't be surprised that you see me in a Portland Trailblazer uh, jersey in the future. I think what's going to happen is Dame is going to go somewhere to try to win, win an NBA championship. And I think we're going to see a, a thing that similarly happened, um, that the thing that happened uh, with Dwayne Wade, where Dwayne Wade went to Cleveland. I forgot where else he went to, but ultimately he found his way back in Miami and he retired with Miami. He had his issue with the organization, but they knew Dwayne Wade has, he, Dwayne Wade is a Miami, he is the Miami Heat. There's no way Dwayne Wade could play his last basketball game with another organization and i think there's a possibility that could happen but in a ceremonious way he'll be an older player they'll have him and then he'll retire with that organization because i truly believe that damian lillard is heartbroken at the way things ended now if you're enjoying this show be sure to follow us on facebook at dreamers pro official instagram at dreamers pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show now let's continue to the next segment 
So today we're going to be talking uh, a little football, right? Again, imagine this channel, us here talking about football. That should tell you the way things are unfolding um, this present moment. But we're going to be talking football. We're going to be talking college football specifically uh, because we have a very big game coming up this weekend, Saturday, I believe, between Colorado, the Colorado Buffaloes, Deion Sanders team. And USC, very, very big school. We all know this, right? Now, as you guys know, Deion Sanders has been bringing in a lot of viewers to these games. One of the games I think they streamed at one point, what was it over? Or they had about 9.83 million viewers tune in to watch that game. And just yesterday, as a matter of fact, I was reading, no, no, I wasn't reading it. I was watching a clip on Instagram and they were talking about some of the celebrities that are expected to attend this next game. And um, I'm not sure if the game is in California or in Boulder, Colorado. I think it's in Colorado. But anyway, you're talking of names like LeBron James. Think about it. LeBron, think, uh, let's just think about it for a second. LeBron James, who I have, according to recent reports has been doing two a days, which I don't even know how that's even possible at that age at 38, which is incredible. Two a days preparing for the Lakers season. Even LeBron said, you know what, man? He's like, guys, I think we're going to have to figure out a way to go out there and go see this game. LeBron is going. I heard Jay-Z is going. Just to list some of the stars that are going to be there. And it turns out it's not just celebrities and, 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 and athletes. It's also television networks. Just today, I was watching a segment from Undisputed, and the show was in Boulder, Colorado. Just think about it. When was the last time you saw Undisputed? At a college football game, pregame show that for, for the day. When was the last time you saw that? That right there should show you how things are trending. Now, prior to this game, there's been a lot of conversation uh, that's been surrounding Deion Sanders, right? There have been so many different things and so many different storylines. Obviously, we know the storyline and the aftermath of that, of that blowout game between uh, Colorado and Oregon. Uh, you had the things that I think Dan Lanning, that's the head coach of Oregon, the things he had to say, I believe, during the halftime show or before the game. I think it was before the game when he was getting his team pumped up, talking about they're playing for clicks, we're playing for for Ws. He said this is the day that the Cinderella story is going to end. And then there were different opinions on that. Skip Bayless said that was malicious. Other people like, no, there's nothing wrong with that. He's just pumping up his team. There was that aspect of it. Of course, you had the, name, the, the resident hater uh, in Jason Whitlock who has been hating on De uh, Deion Sanders for for every single reason under the sun to the point where now he's talking about his glasses and his and his damn cowboy hat. His cowboy hat, which I believe he does a very good job pulling off. I couldn't pull off a cowboy hat. So for him to pull off, a, I, for anybody to have an issue with the guy wearing a cowboy hat, that should already tell you how people are feeling. This situation, believe it or not, is even taking on another, uh, what is it, another complexion, which is now... People are beginning to say, well, maybe Dion is now look, he's now viewed as a threat even to some of his contemporaries when we're talking about college football coaches who believe that maybe some, maybe, maybe some believe that maybe he hasn't paid his due. So what happened? Today at the show, they brought in Dion Sanders, right? To interview him because everyone, he's the interview right now that everybody wants to get uh in sports media. So he they bring him on the show, and it was Keyshawn, Michael Irvin, and uh Skip Bayless. And essentially what they wanted to do was they wanted to get his opinion on some of the things that critics have been saying about him. And I think they wanted to have a healthy conversation around some of those things that, uh, you know, that have been said. And speaking of healthy, uh, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Athletic Greens.
AG1 is a convenient nutritional supplement with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that meet all of your foundational nutrition needs. Now, here's a quick personal story that I think a lot of that, that may resonate with a lot of you. I went to college in Italy, and actually that's where I met the co-founder Dreamers Pro Marco. And at that time, I was eating healthy whole foods, I was exercising regularly, and I was in the best shape of my life. Then life happened. I stopped exercising regularly, I started gaining weight, because I wasn't able to exercise the way I used to and eat healthy the way I used to because I was moving around to different countries. And before I knew it, I couldn't even recognize myself anymore. So for the last two years, I've been really trying to focus on regaining my health and getting back in tip top shape. However, the biggest challenge that both Mark and I are having right now is that although we try to get the proper nutrition and do the right things to stay in shape and to stay healthy, other commitments somehow get in the way of us doing this. And to be honest with you, we find it hard to get enough servings of fruits and vegetables and other types of healthy foods to ensure that we're taking the right vitamins and minerals that are vital for good health. So we both started to take one scoop of AG1 in the morning with cold water to ensure that we're getting all of the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and fiber that we need in our diet to enhance our mental health, our physical health, and performance. And Marco, who's always skeptical about taking new nutritional supplements, found it to be reassuring that AG1 is used by top health experts and performers like Andrew Huberman and Lewis Hamilton. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, go to drinkag1.com slash dreamers. That's drinkag1.com slash dreamers. Check it out. And remember, when you try AG1 by using the link in the description below, just know that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So what we want to do is want to play a little bit of some of the things that uh, Deion Sanders had to say on Undisputed Live, and then we're going to come back and react to what he had to say. So take a listen to that. Do, do you ever look around at all this and say, yeah. I'm just amazed by what, what has happened so quickly here? No, no, not quickly. I look yeah. around and say, I'm, I'm thankful for, look, look at the ethnicity and look at the unity. Look at the love. Look at mm -hmm. the compassion. Look at the care. And we're, it's not white, black, Hispanic, Asian. It's just CU. It's, it's just like you said, see you, we see you. Mm -hmm. And that's what God wanted us to do to unify one another. We ain't tripping about nothing crazy. We just want <laughs> to see some good football. And that's what we want to provide for you. Well, again, I love yeah. that. Time is, it, we yeah. were just talking about it too, Time. And, you know, I, I was talking about how good people affect an area, better affect the state, but the great fake regions in right. a region and the effect that you've had on this region talk about that man talk about we, we that don't thing. we don't aim for that we just want to continue to be who we are we're looking for smart tough fast disciplined kids with character um, i just got on them some of the kids about their grades you know because mm. you know i believe 85 percent uh, are going are not going pro now 15 percent are so i got to really challenge that 85 percent to to mm. make a difference in this country and your home and all of that so they're going to do some gases right after practice today if you mm. bring an right. f in there <laughs> but uh, I love what I do and I do what I love. And this is a calling. This is not a coaching assignment. This is a calling and I love it and I live in it every moment. So does it bother you when you hear people no. say you don't pay your dues? No, it, it really, what bothers me is they, they can't help but expose themselves. And I got love for everybody. I don't talk about nobody. Even when some of the tractors saying he's a big mouth and he's doing whatever I said. 
I promote my team. I promote my young men. I promote the coaches in our our facility and our system and everything that we have and everything that encompasses that. I never spoke negative about anyone in my life. I don't believe in that. I don't condone that. What God has me is for me. It, it, it doesn't make me sit up high to put you down low. It don't. Right, it don't. Right. It don't do that. So I can't fathom why y'all keep doing this every week. And the thing that I love the most is not the kids. Yeah. It's not the kids. Mm-hmm. It's some of the coaches, but it's not the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So you keep on because right. the more you talking about me, that kid is, mm, let me go find out what's over there that they don't like. Right. Do you feel right. like, Prime, do you feel like the coaches are coaching to beat Colorado football team or coaches are coaching to beat you? Both. Both. But uh-huh. and, they, and then they should. I don't blame them for for I don't blame them for that. They should be. And uh, they did a good job of it last week. And we're going to try to prevent that this week tra- drastically. Mm-hmm. But we we know what we have. We know where we need to go and we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. I promise you that we're going to get there. Well, yeah. Even Keyshawn was told after your Oregon game that a number of coaches were trying to to call the Oregon yeah, staff to that, help them. That right? Okay. I mean, that happens with us yeah. as well. I mean, coaches call us to the, the try to assist us as well. So that's that's two sided. It may be not at that. It was a different that, level. That, level. Yeah. 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 It wasn't it wasn't exchange and tape. It was we need you to stop this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you you can't stop what God has ordained. You can't stop like no. the numbers, the 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 media, the the sales, the apparel, the this to that. You can't stop all this. Mm. I mean, this is something that's that has been blessed and have been, have been kissed and said, all right, well done. I, and that's all I want. At the end of every day, I want to hear, well done, my faithful servant. That's yeah. what I want. And I want to see these guys smiling. I want to see these guys change. I want to see these men come to fruition. I want to see fathers, not baby daddies. I want to see some real yeah. things change in the communities as well, just like right. how we see things right here. Just had to say there, here are my thoughts on this. Do you know what I find fascinating about all of this? What I find fascinating is this. The way Deion Sanders is handling all of the things that are happening around him, the hype, the conversation, the television cameras, the celebrities, the, 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 the glitz and the glam, the comments, the critique, the way he's handling it, he's so nonchalant about it all. It's like as if none of this can really bother me. What you didn't see in the audio was that the entire time the man was talking, he was actually smiling. Literally. He's like laughing. It's like, y'all got a problem with me? I bet that must be something wrong. It's like he's unbothered by it all. And to me, I think, is this attitude that he has that I think even makes his critics boil uh, their their blood boil. Because they must be saying, how are we going to knock this guy off his perch? We're saying everything about him. Everything about him under the sun. And he's just dusting it off his shoulder like as if nothing happened. Which to me is incredible. I mean, when you have things happening around you, the normal reaction is to be surprised. I give you guys an example and major shout out to uh, Marcellus Wiley. You guys, I'm sure you guys know who Marcellus Wiley. Make sure you check out his show. Today, I, you know, we, we follow Marcellus Wiley. He, he, he followed us back on Instagram. And I was like, oh my God, that's Marcellus Wiley. Like, oh my God, this is, this is Marcellus Wiley, for God's sake. Even me, I was surprised, right? But Deion Sanders is like all of these celebrities, LeBron James. He's like, yeah, everybody come along, man. It's no big deal. I'm not surprised by it. It seems like in the midst of all of this conversation, his only focus is football. It's football. 
He's taking all of the darts and the jabs and the attacks with a smile on his face. To me, that is fascinating. And it speaks to his ability to compartmentalize and not and not take things personally. For example, there was a pretty, pretty vicious um, attack on him by a well-known figure in uh, not in sports media, but in, in culture, in popular culture. And the person said some absolutely disgusting things about the man's child, which actually prompted his wife to make a public rebuttal. But most people that hear something like that, most people would at least feel the urge to say something publicly, to say, you know, like just to say anything. But for Deion Sanders, after having all of these different things being said about him, he still goes out there, you know, with the with the confidence and the smile on his face, with the determination that, hey, listen, we're going to figure this thing out. I think he is doing a masterful job, not only at coaching, but being a leader. And I'll tell you what I mean. A lot of the young men, or if not a lot, almost all of them, I'm sure, are looking at their head coach for guidance. They're looking to see if 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 he's going to be knocked off his square by all of the things that are happening. And if you can, and if you can see your head coach, your leader, dealing with the adversity, taking it head on, and still saying, "This ain't nothing. I expect us to be the best. We expect to win." We need to get better. We need to get better right now. Trust me, that is motivating. And dare I say that is inspirational. It's inspirational for somebody to be able to do that. That's the reason why I'm surprised with people like Jason Whitlock, who just, who just for whatever reason, cannot stop finding ways to critique the guy. And if you listen to a lot of what he said for the people like questioning his, his, uh, his, his religious faith, a lot of the glory he was given to God on public television. And trust me, that is going to piss off another group of people because there's some people that don't want to hear about the Lord's name spoken on television, especially by a Deion Sanders that's commanding so many eyeballs. You better believe it. You better believe it that people are going to attack him just for that. But to me, the most, the most astonishing thing about all of this is his temperament. It's his temperament. He's not really getting in the mud. He's not. Even when coaches say something, he's like, oh, that's part of the game. That's part of the game. It's no big deal. If that's how he feels, that's good. That's fine with him. His whatever he's saying is not connected to my destiny. Man, come on. That, that's, he's a class act. He's a, because most people, most people would have responded differently under the same circumstance. I'm just being real. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.